From Rapid City, South Dakota, we go behind the scenes of South Dakota Mines Athletics with interviews and exclusive access. This is Hard Rocker All Access. Welcome everybody to the Hard Rock Club uh, Coaches Lunch. Um, it's already February, beautiful day. Tom, go right ahead. <laughs> beautiful day in February to be out and about. Sunshine, nice weather, can't complain, I can tell you that. So, um, one thing I just wanted to talk about, a couple announcements. We have the career fair going on today at the School of Mines, and if you have never seen that, it is crazy. Um, just for st some statistics, we have 178 employers there, which brings about 500 extra people on campus to recruit our kids, um, all of our students, um, student athletes as well. And so of that 500 that come to campus, 250 of them are actually alumni of South Dakota School of Mines who come back and recruit our kids. So just kind of a fun number so that you guys understand, but the gym, um, campus is crazy, you can't find a place to park, so it's a, unless you want a job and you're looking for a job, it's a great place to stay away from, at least uh, for one or two days. But um, exciting games this weekend, um, especially on Saturday night, two exciting games against Colorado School of Mines. I'll let the uh, coaches talk about that. But we have uh, two players of the week, uh, Sydney Durchi and Ollie Alejandro Rama from the men's team. So Sydney is a sophomore biology major. She recorded a double-double in Saturday's game against Colorado School of Mines, uh, 12 points and 12 rebounds, including uh, three steals as well. So she just has really come out of her shell if you've come to the games to watch her. Um, it's been fun to see how she's progressed over the years. And she's just kind of one of those kids. This actually shows up in the stat books, but. There's some games where she ends up tipping the ball or does something. She's just all over the place, and sometimes that doesn't show up in the books. But she's a great player for the gals. And, of course, Alejandro uh, lit it up on Saturday night at the game. He had, I think, 30, 34 points. And so he had a great game and an exciting uh, finish. We came out on the short end of that, but still an exciting game to come and watch. So uh next home games are friday the 17th against adam state black hills energy will be the sponsor and saturday february 18th against fort lewis and malone engineering will be the sponsor that night um if you're looking to get out of town and you like to golf april 1st is our mines masters down in scottsdale arizona you can go to hardrockclub.org to sign up it's all up on our website um, so make sure you don't miss out if you want to get out of uh, the winter in Rapid City and see us down in Arizona. A um, couple people I want to introduce. I have um, two gals that are going to help me in the Hard Rock Club just a little bit part-time to help me get organized to make sure I don't miss anything. So Rebecca Brink is here. She'll wave and stand. So she'll be in uh, part-time. And then Chrissy Luce just graduated. She plays played volleyball. And she'll be here. She's going to want to walk with her friends through graduation in the spring. And then uh, she'll be on to bigger and better things at some point. But for right now, uh, we're really happy to have her. So please welcome Chrissy and Rebecca to the Hard Rock Club. And with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to Coach Jacobson, Owsley, to uh, talk about the girls' team. Thanks, Yep. Well, hi, everybody. Um, like Maria said, um, we had some, some exciting games this last weekend at the uh, Jim and I'll kind of piggyback on what she said about Sydney. Anytime I can brag about our girls, I will. Uh, Sydney's fun because when she was a freshman, 
she didn't play much. Um, and at the end of the year, she was kind of thinking, man, is college, am I good enough to play college basketball? Um, and, you know, we, we worked with her that spring, and she went home over the summer and really got after it and earned herself a starting spot. That following year, earned a lot of minutes, was playing around 30 minutes a game, and then she's only continued to progress and get better every single every single year, every single game. Um, so it's exciting to see, you know, like Maria said, a lot of stuff she does doesn't show up in the stat book, but it's exciting to, to see her stats this last weekend of getting a double-double, and we're just excited to see continue to grow and um, compete and get better and better for us. Um, kind of along with the bragging of our players, um, this last week, they announced academic, the RMAC academic honor roll, which to be eligible for that, you have to have a GPA of 3.3 or higher, and you have to go to that school that you're at for at least two consecutive semesters. So it kind of rules out any freshman, um, but for us, we had five players named to that honor roll team, two of which are here with me, okay? And then we also have Kim Davis, Madeline Heiser, and Bailey Johnson who are named to that team. So that was a Awesome honor for them, um, an awesome honor for Lily and Piper, um, two of our sophomores that were able to make that list this year. Um, and then also that scholar-athlete night on Friday night where 11 out of our 15 players were honored grabbing the GPA 3.0 or higher. Um, so we're proud of the work that we're doing in the classroom. Um, and now just continuing to work on the floor. Um, with that, I brought Piper Bauer and Lily Peterson Two of our sophomores um, that you know during their senior years of high school were a little little different um, junior years of high school a little different during the pandemic and so we, we kind of had to recruit them remotely we brought them both onto campus over the summer and um, you know it was a it was a good fit pretty much right away for both of them so we're excited that they're here with us um, i'll let them talk a little bit about themselves but one of the things that we noticed was the class right before them came in during the pandemic. They were kind of stuck in their rooms, were stuck in a bubble. They didn't get to have much of a, a campus experience or freshman experience. And these girls came in along with Jan Zimmers, and they were like the three biggest social butterflies I think we've ever had on our team. Um, they were going to line dancing classes. They're phenomenal line dancers. Um, they know how to swing dance, all things that you know we didn't really picture them to be doing. Um, but they they really took advantage of you know their their freshman year and getting to know lots of people outside of the women's basketball team and so it's been neat to see them uh, like I said kind of socially be all over campus and uh, get involved with different things on campus. But with that said, I'm going to let them talk a little bit about themselves. So take it away. I'm Rob Piper, sophomore business management manager uh, from Washington. Oh, I came to Mines because. I wanted to go out of Washington, uh, some new experiment experiences out of state. So this was like a great school. I love the coaches. On my visit, they were just so nice. I didn't get a chance to meet other players, so the coaches they had to like fill into that missing gap, and they were just great. I just this is where I wanted to be. Yeah, uh, my name is Lily Peterson. I'm from Minnesota. I'm also a sophomore. I major in pre health, and uh, I trust mine. Mine's mainly because of the highly rigorous academics that it has. Um, I knew that it would challenge me there and push me to be, you know, as good of a student as I could be. And also basketball is looking for me. I'll piggyback on that. Um, so Piper, I watched, uh, gosh, since, how old were you? 
This weekend, um, you know, Metro State was a game that you uh, we were really feeling good about going into. Uh, we had won down there already against them, and uh, as we came back up here, we knew that they were going to do. They've been playing quite a bit better since the first time we played them, but they, you know, they make it tough for you. They play their little three-two zone um, and mix it up in your man and force you to try to get inside a little bit. Harder, it's a little bit harder to get inside on them, and then also you know, to be able to knock down the perimeter shots. Down at their place, we shot the ball extremely well. This time around, we didn't shoot it quite as well, uh, and I think that was a big part of it for that game. Um, and then you know, also with the uh, on the defensive side, you know, they had a couple guys step up and knock down some shots that have not really stepped up and hit those shots before for them. So it hit them at key times, uh, and so you got to give them a little bit of credit for that as well. But you know, overall, you know, I was really pleased with what we did as far as the execution goes, uh, and getting the shots that we wanted. Uh, we got great looks, and we just weren't able to knock a few of those down. And on the defensive side, you know, I thought we did a, for the most part a really good job. Uh, and got them to shoot some of the shots that we wanted. Again, a couple of guys that we were expecting to, to knock down a couple of threes did knock down some big threes for them uh, late in that contest. And then the next night, as um, Bria said, was just really quite a shootout. Um, I don't know that we either one of us expected that. Uh, Coach Orser from Colorado Mines and myself, we had talked before the game a little bit how we both have been through a little bit of a funk of not shooting the ball as well as we think we should shoot it. And then here we both of our teams come out the that night and shoot it like 58%. So maybe I should talk bad about the way we shoot you know, when we start games. Um, but we, uh, we obviously just shot it, shot it really well. And uh, you know, I was telling Maria, I said maybe if we could just find a way to, to just not feast for family, we can kind of find a middle ground. Maybe that will help us out a little bit as we go through. But, you know, I think that uh, a lot of that just has to do with some confidence. Um, and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, we just started building confidence in that game, and it just carried, kept carrying through for, through the rest of the game. Unfortunately, they did too. You know, they're, they're obviously a really good uh, team. Um, you know, they didn't probably they didn't shoot it well the night before at, at all. Uh, and had some really great looks against Black Hills. 
And so, you know, they came out the next night. But they've got some really veteran guys, um, a couple of all-conference players uh, that have played now. They're in their sixth year. And, and that, you know, we have the COVID years and stuff. And so they really stepped up for them. And so you got to give them credit as well for that. But, you know, I was really proud of our guys, the way that, you know, we jumped out of that 14-point lead. And we've lost some leads over this stretch that we've been going through, this little slide that we're on right now. And uh, I think one of the big things is, is that we, we start losing that lead and we kind of let that affect us. We don't necessarily handle that adversity real well. So it's something that from a mental standpoint, we've really been trying to work on and put ourselves in those situations of practice, make ourselves aware of those of practice and carry those over to games. And I thought finally that was, a, that was kind of a breakthrough for us on Saturday night where we kind of broke through where they made a big run, actually took the lead after us having a big 14-point lead on them in that first half. And, uh, but we didn't back down. We continued to grind out and get through that, that low spot and, uh, and were able to just make it a heck of a game the rest of the time through. And unfortunately, we weren't able to make the, a key play down the stretch that probably would have maybe flipped the tables a little bit, but uh, that's kind of the way the game goes. But I was happy. I thought that was a big step for us on the mental side of being able to do that. And hopefully we can carry that over going into this, this next stretch that we have. We put ourselves a little bit of our back into the wall um, but still, to a certain extent, we still, uh, you know, the future of our, of our season is still in our hands. We don't, you know, we play a lot of the teams that are just above us right now in the conference playoffs, and, uh, and we've got to beat them. And it's, it's almost basically the playoffs are starting this weekend for us is kind of the way to look at it. And, uh, and I think, as I told the guys yesterday, I said, you know, through all the adversity and everything that we've gone through this season, um, you know, for us to look at it as is that this is a way for us that we've prepared for this moment right now. And there's no reason for us now to have any reason not to know what to expect. Uh, we can handle anything that's, that's thrown at us. We've had highs, we've had lows. Uh, we've been able to fight through it at times. And we've learned when we haven't fought through it of what we need to do. And so I think this is a great opportunity for us to go on the road, play two teams. You know, Colorado Springs, which we had here. We kind of let them off the hook the first time we played them. And then, of course, we beat uh, Regis in a really heck of a game here in overtime um, at our place. So, you know, definitely two teams that we I think we match up well with very well. Um, and, you know, I guess you could say that about anybody in the league because I, I don't know anybody that's really, even of our losses, that we've really not been in the game and had opportunities. So it's a, just a great opportunity for us to go down to, to Colorado this weekend, hopefully get started in the right direction. And, um, and, and like we said, we kind of hold our own destiny in our hands. So hopefully we can control that a little bit better. Um, I have next to me here is uh, Brana Walsh. He's from Australia. And uh, he'll be able to tell that when he starts talking. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, Brano's a player that, uh, you know, last year he's, you know, he's been playing behind Mort, which obviously, you know, Colton is just a heck of a player and has, <clears throat> has been, got a little bit all-conference honorable mention last year. Uh, just a really great player for us, and so you know, with Colton, he's going to play a lot of minutes. So there isn't a lot of minutes to battle for uh, after him. And so between uh, Branagh and Jackson, those two guys have really been competing for those spots. And Jackson kind of had the upper hand here for a few uh, weeks uh, with him. And uh, but the thing about Branagh is Branagh never you know felt sorry for himself. Never backed down. He's really been working hard. He's really been competing. And I think the big thing that's really helped him is two things, is that this summer, he's, uh, he actually worked on changing his shot, and it's really helped him now. And uh, he's not pulling the ball back behind his head as much like he used to. And it's making him a lot better uh, or more consistent shooter. And then uh, down in the post, he's getting to where now, 
He's become more of a technician with his feet, understanding how, how the footwork works. Uh, just not going down there and just kind of, uh, I don't know, I say muddling through. That's probably the nice way I say it, isn't it? Okay. Uh, in the post. So he's really starting to learn those areas. And uh, if you saw this weekend, he had a couple of really nice post moves and finished in the lane. Uh, and then on the second night, you know, he was open, you know, and, and while this time where Jackson was kind of ahead of him, he was on what we call the goal team. And the goal team was usually the team that runs the other team's offense and things like that, or defense against us. And uh, Branagh has kind of been lighting us up in practice uh, from the three. And so when he gets called out of mines, like the first three times he touched, he didn't even look at the rim. He just automatically was passing it. And I said, you know, how about you pretend like this is practice and, and play like you practice? And his eyes kind of lit up. The next thing you know, he went out there and hit two threes. So that's, that's what we just got to tell him, play like you practice. Right? <laughs> Pretty easy. It's good coaching. <laughs> We've got to just make sure that uh, we keep him going. But he's he's really improving. Really like the progress that he's making, and uh, he's uh, he's, a, he's getting where he's rebounding. And one thing we've always liked about Brandon is Brandon's you know he's a pretty pretty strong kid. Uh, his dad was a uh, kind of what do we say MMA fighter instructor. Okay, his dad's even bigger than him. Okay, and uh, looks a little bit like Dolph Lundgren, doesn't he? A little bit, yes. So, but uh, he's a big, strong guy, and he's been a heck of a defender. And we've always been able to really count on him when we need to go up against a really strong physical post. Uh, Brandon's always done a really good job with that. So now that the offensive side is coming, I really expect good things from Brandon here in the future. So, but I'll let him talk a little bit about himself, and where he's from, and his his major and stuff, and then any questions you might have for him. Yeah, so my name is Brandon Walsh, I'm from Sydney, Australia. I'm a junior business management major. And um, I remember when I was 12, I was watching Arch Madness with my dad for the first time. And I asked him, I'm like, you know, how does this work? Who's playing? Because I knew it wasn't NTA. And he goes, well, these are guys that like go to college to play basketball. And I remember then, I'm like, that's something that seems pretty cool. And then I got to 14 and we were talking about it. And I decided, like, I want to be one of the few guys that leaves Australia and goes and plays college basketball. So I got to high school and I worked with my dad. We go to the gym four times a morning. Was always working and uh, then COVID hit and that kind of put a stunt in my recruiting process and then luckily South Dakota Mines reached out to me I remember we had a four-hour Zoom call it was a lengthy call but I, liked it. I was happy that they offered me a spot to come over here and play and it's kind of like my dream coming true and everything that I've worked for had finally like become a reality so it really is a dream to come true to be able to come over here play with an awesome bunch of guys I always tell my mates back home if you met any one of the guys on the team they'd fit in with that friend group I just love being able to be a part of this, get a great education, be a part of this awesome community, and play basketball. Again, my love with the people that come to work. So it's really special. So, any questions for Brad? Tell them about your summer job. My summer job? Yeah. So, back home, I work uh, I work on a plant nursery directly across the road from our, my gym, which is a nice little setup. So I'm able to get out in the sun and work all day, and so potting plants, lifting, lifting heavy things, kind of, and like riding quad bikes and trails around. So to me, it's a lot of fun to be able to get out there and stay active over the summer. I wouldn't want to be cooped up in like an office all day. Like to me, it doesn't sound very fun. So I like being able to get in the sun and uh, be able to move all the time. It's something that I really enjoy. You said something about minor. Oh yeah, I'm getting my uh, minor in my as in Australia, mining's a huge industry. So in New South Wales, it's that coal is our leading export. Um, that's the states in So I'm getting a minor in mining, engineering, and management. So I hope to be once I graduate, be able to go back to Australia. Because I tell everyone, I feel like I was really lucky to be born and raised in Sydney. It's like my favorite place on earth. 
And that's, I want to be able to go back there once I graduate and be able to work there. And with that mind, hopefully it's something that I can make reality. Brandon, I'm looking for a, a piece of paper or a book or something. I just want you to read for a while. All right. Well, thank you very much. We'll be off to Colorado this weekend, and then in two weeks, we'll be back home. Thank you. out to Margaret and said, hey, do you want to do a coach's lunch? And then I reached out to Aiden and said, do you want to do a coach's lunch? And they incidentally both said yes. And I thought, how awesome, because they are brother and sister. Uh, so it was, it was, I thought, wow, this is, this is wonderful. Um, so uh, she does have a class at 12.30, so shortly after uh, we get done visiting, uh, we'll, I'll, I'll be exiting stage left when the young lady could get back. But, um, we uh, came off kind of a down week here. We only had four athletes competing this past week. Um, took some multi-event athletes with one pole vaulter down to compete at Colorado School of Mines. Most of our team um, like the idea of having one chance to catch up on school in the middle of an indoor season. And that's what this last uh, week represented for us. Um, we hit the training really hard and, and made some grounds in, in, in the weight room and on the track and gained some fitness. and. Um, kind of getting recharged for our big competition coming up here at South Dakota State. Um, we're, we're taking a bus and two vans and 60 athletes are going to be competing um, this Friday, Saturday. So it's going to be a great uh, opportunity to face some of the best Division One and Division Two competition in, um, in the region. So that's this Friday, Saturday. Um, I feel good about where we are from recuperating from some of those injuries that start to come about. And you've got to catch them early and I think uh, coaches and the athletic trainers did a great job of doing that and I feel like we're going to be able to field a pretty full squad at uh, SDSU. So it's going to be our last big hurrah to get people qualified for the conference championships, gain some last momentum, um, some final rankings coming into that uh, that championship uh, period of our season. But um, yeah, I just want to let these fine young people visit here a little bit. Um, we'll start with, with the older sibling, <laughs> Margaret. Please introduce yourself, young lady. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm Margaret Thompson. I'm from Deer Lodge, Montana. Um, I'm working on my master's in mechanical engineering. Um, I run distance and I keep in mind. Um, I had a friend whose dad worked with my dad and she told her dad how much she liked to hear. She also ran distance. Um, and so that's kind of how I found out about it. Um, I love that it was a small school. Deer Lodge is a really, really small town. So I didn't want to go to a huge state school with you know, 10 times the population of my hometown. So I like that a lot. Um, as well as the really good academics. So. but they didn't have uh, a very well-established track program, so I decided to come here. Questions? Uh, multi, can you 
Yeah. Educate us on what all those events are. Oh uh, yeah, I do the heptathlon and decathlon. So you get scored in seven or ten events uh, based on what your mark is compared to what the world record was. Yeah, you only normally do a couple of them a year because they're uh, pretty hard on your body. So you'll normally do one to qualify for conference, and then you practice all the events throughout the year, and then you'll do another conference. Yeah. What's your favorite event? Uh, it depends on the day. I like pole wall when I'm vaulting well, and I don't most days. <laughs> but, uh, I like long jump and discus a lot. Any apprehension of coming to the School of Mines when you're older or mature? <laughs> uh, I think it's good coming here, Margaret. Uh, it's definitely helped me a lot to like school and find your friends and things. <laughs> yeah, this is actually, uh, Margaret's actually a team captain for our cross country team in the fall, one of our team captains in track and field. Um, I kind of jokingly refer to her as like a, a, one of the team moms. Uh, she, she does a wonderful job. I was very fortunate to inherit um, working with a young lady that uh, really works hard in, in all the different aspects of being a student athlete and tries to set a really good example to peers um, and, and does such a good job in those aspects. And, um, this is actually the most soft spoken I've seen uh, Amy normally. He's very jovial and uh, has a, a wonderful temperament. And I've actually seen him talk to a lot of girls. Uh, when he's uh, so he has the ability to be hilarious and charismatic. Um, but I uh, appreciate the humility with which you're saying. That's very good. Any last things? All right. Thank you all. Okay, thank you everybody for coming. Uh, just having your fans show up in the stands for us, uh, make it all worth it uh, for our student athletes. So um, this is our last scheduled coaches lunch unless something happens and, and we can get to playoffs, that would be wonderful. And then we will have another party at Pizza Ranch, I promise. Uh, but this is our last scheduled one. So go to Go Rockers this, this weekend to uh, watch live stream uh, the men's and women's basketball play. Um, over in Colorado, and then our last home games, uh, the 16th and or 17th and 18th of February, and that's kind of a wrap for our uh, sports that you come to watch. So we appreciate you. Thank you very much, and go Rockers!